Welcome, Welcome, guys, gals, and and non-binary pals. Why do they hate Miranda? You're listening to I Couldn't Help But Podcast. Carrie is the fucking worst. An unofficial Sex in the City podcast. Hosted by Joe Daniel Montalongo and Paige Clarno. Charlotte, shut the fuck up. Um, what am I listening to? Sick. I hate Jenny Bix. Welcome. Welcome! I couldn't help a podcast. The unofficial <laughs> Sex and City podcast. <laughs> We've evolved. We don't need to do our own shit. Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins. Because it's Hoskins. R.I.P. Like, <gasps> V.I.P. He's up there. He is. That's true. I saw a bunch of drag queens do characters from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Honestly, they served. Okay. I'm gonna take your word for it. Thank you. If I ever find it, I'll show it to you again. Okay. Or not again. I'll show it to you. How are you? I'm good. I'm here. I'm alive. I'm excited. New projects are coming up, more than the ones that I talked about previously. Yeah. Do you want to talk about your blog? No, not yet. Okay. What do you want to talk about? Um, let's talk about the fact that I'm going to go see Beyonce in concert. So excited. Okay. When? That's it. The Saturday. Not podcast Saturday. Real time Saturday. <laughs> Real time Saturday. Where is she performing? Santa Clara, Levi Santa Stadium. Santa Clara. Yeah, and I'm so excited because my director is like, "What's your schedule?" And I'm like, "Well, I work every single day, uh, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna be out of town, and then we want to have breakfast the day that I'm out of town or the day after, so I'm gonna be back late, and then I go directly back into work." Love it. So like, you tell me when you need me, and I'll try to make something work. <laughs> and it's fun because we're filming three movies. And then I'm in one, and then I'm assistant directing another one. And then it's great, because then my schedule goes work, 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 out for the weekend, work, 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 work. I'm filming early in the day, and then I have my sister's party. Mm-hmm. And then I have Sunday, which I'm filming all day, and then work, 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 work. And then I should be work, I should be filming again, but I have to be out of town. And I will be out of town until next Sunday. In the evening, and then work, 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 work. Oh, my God. And then we'll be done filming by then. That's bananas. So I'm like, isn't it fun? Isn't being a life fun? Do you want to um, talk about where they can see these things? Uh, you could find me on my Snapchat, jd.monte. That's probably where I'll post everything. If I remember, I'll post to my Insta stories at Petty Prince Jr. And I'll probably post one, if not two pictures of my outfit for the concert i will not be posting any footage of the concert because i will be crying and screaming also roxanne gay was at the concert last night and her insta story was incredible oprah was behind her (laughs) oh my god and then a bunch of um roxanne's fans were just like it's so glad it's so great that you're out here you don't do a lot of appearances and stuff Mm -hmm. and then roxanne was like that's because i'm a very like quiet and kept person but now that I'm a Beyonce concert, bitch, we got Get fans. Out. I'll talk to everybody. <laughs> Let's do this. It was I great. It. I love her. I was actually talking more about the Reno Film Collective. But um, yeah, that too. Reno Film Co. on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I think Insta as well, Reno Film Co. You can find us by looking us up on YouTube, Reno Film Collective. A bunch of our shorts are already out. Perfect. I think that's all you need. I love it. And where can they find you, Paige, since we're already on this bitch? Um, they can find us as a couple. A couple? That's a strong word, and a- I don't know what to find a relationship as yet. Mmm, spoilers. Um, they can find us as a partnership on I Couldn't Help a Podcast. Um, 
And it is We Swear on Chanel on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me at Paige Clarno on Twitter and at Paige and Reno Land on Instagram. Um, as far as my personal update, my vendetta against Jenny Bix has escalated. So when The Greatest Showman came out, everybody was making too big of a deal out of it. And I was like, I'm not watching this. Because you're making too big of a deal out of it, and I'm going to hate it. And I don't want to actively see things that I hate. So, I avoided it. But it is on HBO now. And I had a free evening. And so I was like, alright, fine. Let's watch it. And I was like, okay, well... The relationships are garbage. The story is garbage. The cinematography is gorgeous. The choreography is gorgeous. The makeup is gorgeous. The costumes are very, very nice sometimes. But for the most part, I am a story-oriented person. And the story was garbage. And I hated how there were relationships that should have been fleshed out and weren't. I hate that the main characters love for one another was misguided because she wanted him to be something that he clearly wasn't and never was and when the main characters fall apart you usually go to the b-plot and the b-plot was not well developed either no apps it wasn't developed at all they sang a song they sang a song together and that was it and like there was no reason for them to love each other because they literally didn't know one another and i was and they're like, also 30 years apart for no reason yeah, there's that too. So, I was not thrilled when the credits rolled, and the music was bad. It was like it was bad. They were okay, but it they was wasn't bad. I define a good musical as something where you're like, oh my god, I have to go out and I have to buy the soundtrack right now. I have to memorize all the lines right now because it was so amazing, and. I couldn't tell you a single song right now. I could not. I couldn't tell you. I could tell you two. This is me because everybody and their fucking mother did a goddamn cover of it. True. And I was like, this song isn't good because the lyrics are good. This song is great because the bearded woman is very sad. And then start singing the song. That's where the empowerment comes from. You just singing it. Yes. It's not fun. And then I remember Tightrope because Michelle Williams sings it. And it's funny because if you go to that soundtrack on Spotify Mm -hmm. and select Michelle Williams as the profile, Mm -hmm. it'll take you to black Michelle Williams from Destiny's Child. Yes. And add it to her thing. And it is (laughs) fucking hilarious. I was like, that is not the same Michelle Williams Spotify. (laughs) You fucked up. So we're dragging writer of of Greatest Showman, Jenny Bix, and Spotify. And Spotify. All in one go. Yeah, I'm here. Listen, I could I could keep going. I can drag Hugh Jackman. I can drag Zac Efron. I can't drag Zendaya because she did everything. I she held that movie together. Here's the thing. Tell I us. think that the story was absolute. Uh, it was a tragedy. I don't think that it was well directed. I'm not going to blame the actors for this. I'm going to blame Hugh Jackman specifically because it was his passion project. He had his hand in everything. Okay, that's fair. And I'm going to blame him. Okay. Uh, Zac Efron is doing this weird thing. Where he's trying to become, well, he's been trying to become like this, I'm an actor, I'm going to do actor things, but I'm going to do The Greatest Showman. And now he has, like, this slack-eyed, like, jaw where he's like, I'm just a cool cat, you know? Like, (laughs) do whatever. And it 
is very heavy here, so I'm gonna blame him. Okay. Michelle Williams delivered. Rebecca Ferguson delivered. Uh, what was her name? Kayla? Kayla? The bearded lady. I know her name because she's also on the Hairspray soundtrack and I forgot her and I'm so sorry. She's on the Hairspray soundtrack? In the extended one. Uh, Movie or... Movie. Okay. Because they... Mark Shaman and the other one wrote more music to Mm -hmm. add to it just in case they wanted to replace any of the songs or get that, you know, best original song nod from Mm -hmm. the Oscars. Of course, because you have to. That's what you have to do. I'm looking at you, Les Miserables, and fucking that goddamn song was so boring. Yucky. Um, All of the add-on songs are always, like, just thrown in there. Yes. But I liked it in nine. It didn't win, but I liked it. Okay. Um... But they had all these songs and she did one of the things for it and it was really, really good. But the music was bad. Here's the thing. Don't promote your movie as... And music by the people who created the music in La La Land. You know what was terrible in La La Land? The music! The music! music. You had City of Stars playing 17,000 times. Yeah, it was... They went very uh, Phantom of the Opera with that, where it's like, oh, oh, we're doing doing this this song song again. again. Oh, but now she's singing it. Oh, but now he's humming it. Mm -hmm. Oh, now we just have the instrumental. And we have three original new songs that I can't tell you what they're about. Also, it's a musical, and there's a whole hour where there's no one singing anything. Neat. Cool. Also, John Legend's the only one who could sing. Neat. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) And that's my thoughts on... That's fair. That. I love it. Thanks. Has nothing to do with this episode of Sex It has Jenny Bix to do, and it has the same. I'm going to fault everybody. Yeah, I am absolutely tying it in because Jenny Bix wrote uh, season four, episode three, Defining Moments, um, where... Carrie goes bar hopping with Big and realizes they need to define their relationship, which is the main focus. Um, Charlotte and Trey take their lovemaking public and Miranda, quote unquote, dumps her boyfriend. Oh my god, that's ugly. That's what it says. That is so stupid. It's gross. It's disgusting. Let's get into it. Who would you like to start with? Um, Let's start with Miranda. Because I have a lot to say, but not about her. That's fair. So Miranda has herself a new beau. Um, Who's not Jim Gaffigan. He looks exactly like Jim Gaffigan, though. I'm just saying. I totally was like, that's Jim Gaffigan. And then once he turned around, I was like, oh, wait. No, no, it's not Jim Gaffigan. But I was I was on it. I knew that it had to be. It wasn't. Anyways. Um, <laughs> that was I'm fun. upset. I'm upset. <laughs> You're just letting me talk and ramble and like. <laughs> I mean, no, but it was cute. I was like, where is she going to go? Where is she going to go? Nowhere. I'm <sighs> literally going nowhere with this. Um, so anyway, not Jim Gaffigan, uh, her, her new boyfriend is great and she's, uh, it's the next morning and she's brushing her teeth and he comes in and pees right in front of her. I love it. She's still in the bathroom and I, people have very, very strong opinions about this. Yeah. No one's ever just like, "Eh, whatever, who cares? Like people are either like, that's the most disgusting thing that has ever happened in the history of everything. Yucky. Don't do it. And then, what's the big deal? Like, that's... Those are the two planes of existence you can live on. That's it. I feel. What do you think? What do you think about people peeing in front of one another? I don't care. One, because growing up with a penis, I've always had to use the penis people's bathrooms. And people will pee wherever, whenever. So I'm like, okay. Mm -hmm. This isn't... I don't care. And then now being in a same-sex relationship where we both have penises, I'm just like... I don't care. My boyfriend is very much against it. His bathroom time is his bathroom time and my bathroom time is my bathroom time. And that's totally cool. I'm not going to push. I don't want to see my boyfriend pee. Fair. 
But if I were CMP, I'd be like, okay, cool. Neat. We did this. Shitting, on the other hand. Shitting's different than peeing. It is to me, just because okay. it comes with a lot of extra sounds. Okay. And I know what poop sounds like, and I know what it sounds like. But, like, that's your throne time. That's for you. Okay. You only. Which is also, like, I'm not opposed to pooping in public. If you have to go, you have to go. Yeah. But I'd much rather wait till I get home, because I'm like, I'm comfortable. Okay. I have my music playing. Mm-hmm. There's a scented candle somewhere. <laughs> this is my time. So I don't want to evade someone else's time. And I also don't want to do that. So then the question becomes, how do you differentiate if you are, if they're in the bathroom, you're in the bathroom, and you've got two, number two, mm-hmm. do you go in there and be like, you need to fucking leave? Yeah. You're just like, nope, it's pooping time. Oh, I'm very upfront about things. And okay. then like, if they're taking too long, I'm like, hey, just let you know, I have to go to the bathroom. I have to poop. I have to go. <laughs> and they get so many warnings where I'm like, I'm going to remove you from this bathroom. That's really Or cool. I will power play, despite me not caring about it. If they're in the bathroom, I will shit in the bathroom and be like, you brought this up on yourself. Like, <laughs> three, warning, three warnings, strike, you're out. Okay, fair enough. Um, I don't really know how I feel about it because when Chad and I first got married and first moved in together, um, we moved to Vegas where apparently they don't do that thing where you just call the power company and just switch over everything. Mm-hmm. Like, switch over your name from the apartment complex to your name. Yeah. Uh, they don't do that. They just shut it off. That sounds terrible. It is. It's god-awful. And nobody tells you. Uh, so, that was fun. Uh, so, it took them a week to come out and give us power. Not fun. Uh, so, all we had was water that did not heat. <laughs> That's all we had for the first week of living there. We actually went and got, like, haircuts so that we could just get our fucking hair into warm water. Like, it was awful. But all the bathrooms are, of course, towards the back of the apartment where you can't really see and there's no electricity. Right. And so we went to the dollar store. We bought a bunch of those, like, prayer candles. They weren't actually the prayer candles, but they were shaped like the prayer candles. And that's all you need there. It's a prayer candle. Yeah. But it's just open to more... It's more religiously open. Yeah. It's so... It's just a regular candle. Um, And so we bought, like, three of those for each bathroom. And we would light them, and we would have to leave the door open if we were going to find our way in. And so we ended up kind of getting to that point where we just left the bathroom door open for that reason. And then once we got power, we were already, like... It was already out there. You can't go back. Right. You can't put the poop back in your butt. I, I mean, don't know. You can try. You can try, but that's yucky. Um, I saw that video once. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to know about it. It's scary. Um, so, so Miranda's dude pees in front of her. No big deal. Um, she tries to embrace it. And then she is making coffee and hears coffee. him shart and oh it's gross and so yucky and he looks up with his Jim Gaffigan like face and he's just like hey what's up and she slams the door and then dumps him that's also the thing cause like pee pee just sounds like running water so like you're around your house and you just hear someone pee and you're like okay mm-hmm. you can be okay with you it you can be okay with it It's it just adds to background sounds you cannot background sound a fart you no. cannot background sound a heavy sound. Nope. And, like, if you're in your kitchen, like, making food or something, and you hear... <laughs> you're just like, 
uh, I know this is a natural process. I'm not, I'm not shaming your bowels. They're doing what they're supposed to be doing. That's absolutely fair. But now you have spread this throughout the entire house. Also, it smells. And you're putting that yeah. for the rest of the house. No, contain that mm-hmm. so it can all leave. Don't let it go around the house because I hate a smelly house. That's Even right. when your windows are closed for too long, your house just smells stale. I'm like, mm-hmm. smells ugly. Mm-hmm. Open a fucking window. Yeah. I'm like addicted to Glade plugins. Mm-hmm. They're everywhere. And I still feel like the apartment still smells because I'm contending against my male roommate. Mm. And so I'm just like, shh. Ah, damn it. I, oh, I'm petrified that my house smells all the time. That's always my fear whenever I walk in, I'm like, does it smell? Does it smell? Because it just came in this brand new. Does it smell? Mm-hmm. No? Okay. We're fine. And if it does, I'll immediately open every single window. Even if there's, it's windy outside, I was like, good. Get a fucking draft on this house. Go. Get rid of this. <laughs> but, so that's, yeah, that's Miranda. That's the that on that. That's the that on that. Um, so let's move on to Charlotte. Yes. Um, Charlotte is going out to going out with Trey to social functions even though they are quote unquote estranged and he is hitting on her wanting to have sex with her in weird places like the coat room of this party where everybody's going to be going and picking up their coats and yucky there are rules to having sex in public tell me the rules I mean, that's a mini episode that we can do. But run through the rules real quick for me. No! I'll tell you later. <laughs> um, but one of them is don't do it in a place where you're very, very likely to get caught. Mm-hmm. Because, like, if you, like, in that coat room, the camera pan from the busy hallway where everyone's walking. Usually busy. And we can see it. And it's not even that they're behind a door. It's not even that they're slightly covered. From that same pan that we just did, we can see them on the bed together. Mm-hmm. And I was like... Mm-mm. One, unprofessional, and that's going to get you taken out of the co-op. Mm-hmm. Two, you didn't even close the door. Three, that's the goddamn coat room. People will be coming in there now. Yep. What is if if it was a different coat room, like one of the old-fashioned ones, like outside on a lobby. Right. And then there's just like a bunch of coats that can hide you. That's... That's acceptable. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, as a person who, yes, having sex in public, incredible. <laughs> but... If it's just a room at someone's house that someone's going to walk into, mm-hmm. you fucked up. You fucked up. I feel like our next episode should be these rules. I'll compile a whole list and I'll come back to you. Yes. Mini episode coming your way. How to fucking public. How to fucking public. Get away with the it. The rules. <laughs> I love it. Um, so, yeah, he wants to have sex everywhere, but they're bad. And uh, she doesn't like what's happening she wants to define the relationship and that's the whole thing it's like define the relationship define the relationship that's what everybody wants to do um they want the girls want you know carrie to define her relationship with big which we'll get into later um miranda doesn't know how to define the relationship with this new dude and charlotte clearly is like well i mean she's clearly your boyfriend if he's gonna pee in front of you which is a fair point so and samantha is kind of starting to define a relationship even though she doesn't do relationships um but to finish up on charlotte she finally realizes that trey's never going to fuck her in a regular bed 
And she calls him the fuck out on it. Which was beautiful, especially for Charlotte, who doesn't have a backbone. Yeah. Delicious. But she's totally like, Are, do you not want to have sex with me in a bed because you think the same problems will arise? Which I was just like, shit. Don't wake the sleeping dragon, man. Like, you're never going to have sex again. Stop. And I hate the ending of her, of her story because she is done with him, closes the door to the taxi, and is just like, I'm finished. And he literally calls her, like what 20 minutes later mm-hmm. and and says if we have sex in the bed can we also have sex in the taxi and she's like maybe and then she's all happy because they've defined something she, not the relationship they're finding common ground no give a little get a little they need to stop also i just want to bring up the fact that you talked about sleeping dragons i took this beautiful photo with a gal at a wedding and her hands over my crotch mm-hmm. and one of our favorite things is that we're both slytherins mm-hmm. and then i was trying to find a caption for the thing that was respectable and i was like oh you know what what can i find and then i looked at the slytherin motto and obviously i didn't want to put the latin but it's latin for don't tickle a sleeping dragon and i was like mm-hmm. oh that's perfect and then i posted and i was like oh, that works on so many many levels oh. and i fucking love that Go give my picture a like, uh, Petty Prince Jr. on Instagram, <laughs> and Jodan and BB on Twitter. Thanks. Perfect. Um, so yeah, that's all I have for Charlotte. That's it, really? What yeah. else is... What, what, what? Yeah. I can't even fudge anything about it. And then I, I mean, I kind of want to do Carrie next because I want to, I love Samantha's oh, okay. story. Oh, okay. I mean, it's Carrie doesn't have a lot going for her she either. She doesn't have a lot going, so that's Except for that beautiful mm-hmm. dress. She does have that very, outfit was gorgeous. She has a good dress, a lot of good dresses this episode. I remember that one specifically, but I don't remember the other ones. The very first one where she goes on um, a non-date with Big as a friend um, is very nice as well. Okay, tweak a tweak. She's got a lot. Anyways, so oh, real quick, I'm so yes. sorry because I just re- I was like, there's something that I wanted to bring up, Charlotte and. Uh, Trey go to a cocktail party yeah. for a doctor and a Mrs. Whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. but it's referred to as Winky and Bob's cocktail party. Yeah. One, that's the title of this episode. Two, <laughs> my next birthday party will be referred to as Winky and Bob's cocktail party. <laughs> I love a it. A celebration of Jodine Montalongo's life. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. That's beautiful. And that's all. That's it. Okay, perfect. I love it. Um, so Carrie is seeing Big as a friend. Um... And they seem to be getting along, but honestly, she's seeing it as it's like, no, we're friends. We're getting along. This is super great. But he's being lecherous. Oh. Oh, okay. She sees it as being funny, and I see it as being lecherous. He does this whole, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to watch you walk back into your apartment, eyebrow raised twice, which, one, looks ridiculous. Especially because his big old eyebrows, so he's traveling. Yeah, he those are those are some fast caterpillars. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, and so the girls want her to define the relationship that she's having with Big, and she's like, "Listen, I'm not fucking him. His dick is not going into my vagina. We're just friends. It's fine." And Charlotte's like, "Yeah, but you want to fuck him." Which she's right. Which, yeah. I don't think that they can go back to being friends. I think it's too I don't late. think them. I think that there are certain people There's who, like, people you can go can. from dating to being friends. I don't think Big and Carrie can do that. No. No. And they don't. Spoilers. They, yeah. So, they then go to a jazz club. 
mm-hmm. where they meet Ray King, who owns the bar, and hilariously says it's the only way they'll let me play jazz here is if I own the bar. And I'm and like, that's, that's kind of funny. Um, he passes Carrie a note that says, is that your boyfriend? Which, when did he have time to write it? He was playing something. I don't even care. It was great anyway. He just has it ready in his wallet, just in case. For any bitch that just comes. For any bitch. (laughs) So, um, so he slips her this note that says, is that your boyfriend? She shakes her head no. Um, so he approaches her, and they talk, and, um, Big just does the biggest cock block I think of the entire series mm-hmm. where he's terrible and he's just going along with them wherever they go and not getting the hint. And it's uncomfortable. He gets out of the cab with Carrie at her home and she's like, what the fuck are you doing? Seriously? What the fuck are you doing? Like, get, why did you, why did you leave the taxi? What are you trying to accomplish here and he's just like oh you like jazz man he's clearly jealous he's, he's so jealous he is so immature in this particular episode and i hate again what jenny bix does to big because big when anybody else writes him is calm and collected and like he's like rhett butler <laughs> like he's just like this like tour de force that you don't want to like mess with but she writes him i'm trying to think of an equivalent of somebody totally the opposite of red butler and a horrible character writes him like jim carrey and ace ventura <laughs> <gasps> where he's just like he, and uh, that actually kind of makes sense because he's just making weird sounds. Mm-hmm. He keeps trying to pretend that like, oh, you like you like jazz. Carrie, Carrie likes a jazz man. And it's so weird. And like, thank God Chris Noth was here to like, Noth, 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 was here to give it some fucking life. Yeah. But it was still very difficult and he committed to it. He, yeah, he really does like put forth the effort into this character that is so undefendable undefendable and then he gets immature because he's very jealous and makes it very plain that he's jealous mm-hmm. does a thing and be like well if you have a new toy i have a i have another toy isn't mine shiny and cute which is a gal a supermodel named mm-hmm. shaw mm-hmm. the y is silent <laughs> and then when later on spoiler samantha calls him out and he leaves he's very butthurt about it and he's like i'm just gonna go bye and he's like what the fuck <laughs> yeah and that man i felt that because men who can't process their own emotions and let things like that affect them to the point where they are now treating the person who was hurt shitty. Pisses me off so much. But that's the culture that we have where men can't figure out their feelings because for so long they're told don't feel anything except for aggression and win. Right, which just makes me feel only aggression. (laughs) These are facts. This is correct. (laughs) And I hate it. I hate it so much. I also hate that in the taxi cab when uh, Ray King asks for Carrie's number that she's searching through her bag. A fairly well-sized bag for Carrie. It's not a clutch. It's like a bigger clutch. Yeah. And she can't find a pen. And she's like, oh, I'm a writer without a pen. And I'm like, that doesn't make you a writer. Wow. You're but not, do you always have a pen with you? I always have a pen with me. And, and it always works. And because you never know. You never know what's going to strike you Correct. where you can sit and write something and write ideas. 
And in this day and age, you have your phone with you always, and so you can always do a voice memo to yourself or write a note to yourself. And so I don't think it's as necessary to be a writer and to have a pen right now. I -hmm. do anyway, but you don't have to. Like, I would judge her less if she had a cell phone. She doesn't have a cell phone. Right. Like, in this episode, literally... um, Is it this episode? No. (laughs) It's not this episode. Oh, she did it. She did did it. it. Last episode. It was last episode that, um, that Charlotte said to her, she was like, can you just call my machine and leave your OBGYN's number? And it's like, yeah, because they don't have cell phones. Yeah. That's how you do things. And that's just, that's, you, you have to have a pen if you're a writer in that particular span of time. But she's not like a writer writer. She's not. She's not a real anything. She's not even a real character. No, she's not anything. It makes me mad. Um, and she she actually lets that whole iciness with Big not really affect her as much as I thought it would. Which is really good. That's her trying to develop, but also her still being stuck in that snare. Because that's the mystery. She's like, oh, it doesn't affect me as much. But I'm still in it. It's so weird. Because it should hurt her feelings and she plays it off like oh i just really start to like this ray guy i'm like i don't think you do because you don't like jazz and he's all about jazz but whatever but whatever you do you, you pumpkin. Out. you're not really good at picking out your men but okay no she's not and that's that's all i have for her yeah do you have anything they go to dinner and then she's bringing ray and ray was like don't bring the big angry guy Big's there anyways. Yeah. And he has his supermodel girlfriend, or gal pal. And then Samantha's like, oh, I got us a table to carry and Ray. And then Big's dumb girlfriend. is like, okay. Okay. And then they all go sit together and it makes it very uncomfortable. And then Big keeps trying to do that thing where he's like, this is my possession. This woman is my possession. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to make sure that the other guy knows that he can't touch her. Mm -hmm. And it's really weird. Also, I've been, I, I had an experience with that. That was funny. Because I didn't know that I was doing it. And someone's like, you know what's funny is you fucking did it. Oh, no. Um, what did you me do? Me and my ex-gal pal, who are still really close friends, um, we were hanging out with another boy that she was talking to. And then she asked me for something. And I was like, oh, like, your hair would be really nice. And then I just moved her bang over, which I thought that was okay. Because mm-hmm. she had asked me. And I was like, oh, I think this would be the nice touch. If I invaded your space, I'm very sorry. I just thought this would help. Mm-hmm. And then a boy that she was talking to was like, oh, I like it better down. And then flips her hair down. And instead of just being like, uh, don't fucking do that. I was, I'm like, okay, well, she asked me and then I put her bang right back. Oh no. And then someone else was like, you guys didn't even care about her. You guys are just doing that like assertive. Yeah. You were just, you're just peeing on your hydrant. Yeah. And I was like, I thought I was better than that. And I'm Mm. definitely not. That is so weird. I think that men have a lot of pressure to be a certain way Mm -hmm. and anyone clearly can get caught up in it. And it was so dumb. And then I'll notice it, like, if I'm ever out with my mom or my sister, too, if someone's, like, gawking, I'll just, like, move. Like, and me and my brother will both do it. And I don't know if that's, like, a man thing or if that's just that we just don't want people to be gawking over our, not our women. Mm -hmm. These people that we have really close in our lives. We will just start gawking and then we'll move over, like, I'll walk behind my sister so people don't just stare at her ass as she walks by. Mm -hmm. And me and brother's like, what? What? You have a fucking problem. Don't cock block her. And that's also my thing where I was like, it's not up to me. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I do it. And I'm like, oh my God, I thought I was better than this. And I'm definitely not. 
so I'm part of the problem, and that's a good thing. Also, today we were filming something, Uh and uh, a lot of my character, I was just like, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be the person who asks you for help, and then I'm mansplaining to you what you're doing as you're helping me. Nice. And it worked really well, so I was like, God, that's fucking... That fits. That fits. That fits. That drinks. Um, But, so then, Carrie's new boy toys like you know what i'm a little uncomfortable i'm gonna go to the bar and then him and carrie both just go to the bar because there's like this is better than sitting at that cramped table mm-hmm. where big's just being weird yep and then when that's happening samantha takes the opportunity to stand up for carrie and says big what the fuck are you doing yeah. like, what do you mean which is being friends we're all having dinner together which is part of her arc so let's get into samantha yes i feel is part of her arc anyway um so samantha meets they they're all at a art exhibit and samantha meets Maria, the artist, who's Portuguese. That's what I wrote her as. Instead of Maria, no last name. I just mm-hmm. wrote, I love Maria, the artist. Maria, the artist. She's Portuguese. She is oozing sex. Mm. She's she's a, so she great. has so much hair. So much I hair. I love her. She's great. She is, she's the epitome of, like, the manic pixie dream girl, but for lesbians. That's fucking beautiful she's she's just like a beautiful human without any flaws like and i love her for it it's great so um she and sam sort of kind of like are getting along but maria is flirting with her Mm -hmm. and she's like "Mm, i'm so sorry honey but i i don't play for your team (laughs) and Maria's like, that's fine. Well, if you still want to buy my art, because she's an opportunist, and I love and that I love about her. her. For that. Um, you know, if you still want to, you know, to, to do my art, then come to my my studio and you can buy some. And so Samantha comes to the studio, ends up helping make some of the art, and she was like, "What am I? I I came here to buy art, not make it." And she says, "Well, you know." Like everyone, that's that's part of my culture is that everyone comes and helps, and I love that they're bringing culture into like this is as close to representation as they get on this show, and in such a nice way too, because it's it's not being an asshole about it. It's not being like, hey, hey, we're getting culture here. <laughs> it just happens very organically, and I think that's the power of the actress who plays Maria and also Kim Cattrall. Mm-hmm. Uh, the past two episodes that we've seen, I've just like, you know what's really holding this together. Kim Cattrall, like, she's killing it. Whatever they give her, she delivers really, really well, and I really like that about it. And then this episode specifically, I was like, she takes me there. Everyone else, I'm just like, ugh, this bitch, this bitch, this bitch. And with Cynthia Nixon, because I, I do like Miranda, I do like her character, but I'm always like, ugh, Cynthia Nixon, poor thing, always doing this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Kim Cattrall is always Samantha, because that's her character, and that's who I'm going to see her as in this. I don't know anything about her. Right. About Kim. Yeah. But she plays Samantha so well, and I believe what Samantha's doing. Mm-hmm. She's always doing what she does best. She's always great. And she can play the layers, and she can play the levels of what she's doing. Mm-hmm. We'll get to another part later, and I'll bring it up then. But when she sticks up for Carrie, I could easily understand why Maria felt the way she did about Samantha. Yeah, for sure. I did. Yeah. So she, so she's at Maria's loft. They're making art, and Maria's like, "Well, you know, you're still." They're like cleaning up, and she was like, "You're gonna buy my art, right?" And Samantha's like, "Yeah, and you're gonna buy my next manicure because her hands are covered in paint." And Maria says, "Oh, I'm so sorry." And then she like starts to wash Samantha's hands, 
And it gets so fucking hot, I can't even. They're just washing hands, and I was like, dude, I'm wet. Yeah. I'm dripping. This is incredible. <laughs> Thank you for sitting on the floor. Also, last night... <laughs> Me yeah. and John were sitting watching TV and I felt something dripping down my leg. So I thought someone had spilled a drink. Oh, no. It was my sweat. <gasps> Yucky. Right? Is that because they still haven't fixed your AC? They st- <laughs> Jesus Christ. They still have not fixed my AC. But we have a meeting on Monday. Good. Tomorrow. So unless they pop up with some bullshit, but they probably will. We'll have a new AC tomorrow. Ugh. But it wasn't even hot. Like, I've been hotter and I've been hotter in that house. I think you just have gotten used to it. It's been... A month or something. It's right? been two months. Two mu- yeah. We have paid rent twice. Jesus. <laughs> since we lived there. But it was just the weirdest three times. Because our original one. Uh, yeah. But it was just the weirdest thing because I was like, something's dripping. Like, I think I spilled my beer or something. Oh and I was like, there's nothing on you. And then I was like, and then I felt, and it was the back of the uh, underside of my knee. And I was like, yes. It, oh. And even the back of my knee wasn't even that sweaty. I was like, it cannot be that. So I'm tripping and sounds like it's your knee it's the back of your knee you're sweating and then we looked at our couch and there was drip marks and i was like this is disgusting Uh, i have never been a drippy sweater i have always been like oh it's on your body yeah you just glisten yeah i have never been a drippy sweater and i'm fucking mad they need to fix that that's awful i'm so sorry that is i forgot what we were going yeah i'm like i don't know where we're going with that but yes um so they're just washing hands. Oh, because I said I was wet and I was yeah. dripping. Yeah. yeah, wet, dripping. So they uh, immediately get this connection. It's super sexy. And Samantha's like, Maria, do we need to talk about this? And she was like, do we need to talk about this? And I'm like, no. No, you don't. Just go with it. Yeah, just go for it. Fuck yeah, do it. Like, it's so beautiful. And Samantha's like, I just, this is not, I really want to be friends with you. I really like who you are as a person. You know, I just, I've done the girl thing and I'm over it. And um, she says, you know, okay, I can understand. Let's just be friends. Perfect. Let's um, all go to, um, to, to Tao together. So Tao is where Carrie and all the rest of the girls get this table. Um, and can I just say, so they have a... <laughs> They have a towel in Vegas, and it is the most gorgeous place that I've ever been to in my life. Like, that is not from nature. Like, somebody built that. It's so gloriously beautiful. Like, there's a whole bunch of, you know, those, um, like, I don't know what it's called, but, like, Crouching Buddha, where he's, like, in a circle. Yeah. Um, there's, like, a whole wall of them that's, like, backlit so freaking uh, I beautifully. I love a good backlight. And there, yeah, it's full of backlights there, and it's so gorgeous. Now that you said that, you know what's funny that just stuck out to me? Hmm. Carrie in that hallway after she comes out of the bathroom mm-hmm. is very similar to Melania's infamous photo where she's in that hallway and she just has like the tree branches, like oh yeah, silhouetted over her. And I was like, oh, that's funny. That is funny. <laughs> Life imitates art. <laughs> that's beautiful. She probably just she she staged it because she watches Sex in the City. She listens to her podcast. Melania, do something about your husband. Oh my god, please. What <laughs> like, if Melania Trump listens to her fucking podcast? <laughs> we would be... She has listen, nothing else to do. Here's the thing. If she was listening to our podcast, both you and I, natural born citizens to America, would be out. Where are you going to throw me, bitch? Cuba. I That's, saw Havana Nights. I can make it. Okay. I don't. So I wouldn't make it. Um... But so, no, Tao is gorgeous. There's these giant white stone bathtubs at the entrance. And 
when it's like a club and not a restaurant, they put girls in them. Gorgeous fucking girls who are naked, Ugh. except for expertly draped rose petals over their nipples and over their crotch area. Delicious. Is I want to be one of those girls. Fucking gorgeous. Like, oh, I love it so much. It is so beautiful in there. Um, they don't even show half of like what is gorgeous about Tao in this, and they and they showed gorgeous parts of the restaurant, and it was the best. Uh, so anyways, they're in the restaurant. They can't get service. Blah, blah, blah. Um, Carrie goes to the bar with with Ray. Um, and Samantha is left mostly alone with Big's date and Big. And she gives the greatest speech about like what the fuck do you think you're doing to my friend Mm -hmm. she might act like she's all that and she's over you and like emotions and that she can be friends with you but it's a fucking lie and you're breaking her heart and you need to man up and not be a dick do something about it be with her or leave like don't don't pretend that you have this friendship when you know that you can't Mm -hmm. be her partner Or don't be here for her. Yeah. And so he says, can't we all just be friends? And she's like, excuse me. And she gets up and she goes to the bathroom. And it's so, it's, it's a great speech. It's fantastic. And you're like, thank you so much. You're such a good friend. You were standing up for your best friend. It's so gorgeous. I love it. And I love that all three of them think that they're best friends with Carrie. That is very funny. And Carrie never says who her best friend is. It's Sam. It's... She makes Sam her maid of honor, so I'm assuming it's Sam. I don't know. I'm not entirely sure. If she was smart, it'd be Miranda. But her and Miranda f- fight too much about Big for it to be Miranda. And it's definitely not Charlotte. I think it's Samantha. Maybe. I feel like it could be any any of them at any given time. So, I'm uh, just showing Joe the Tao girls. I want to be them. The Rose. I, I wanted to be them so bad. Are you kidding? When I lived there, I was like, this is my goal. This is my, I, this is all I want to do in life is get skinny and lay in a tub full of rose petals and water and just expertly draped rose petals and, ha- and get paid for that. I'm going to recreate that iconic image from American Beauty where the blonde girl's covered in, all up in rose petals mm-hmm. from my lookbook. But then fucking Samantha is standing over a fountain, a giant sink. Yes. That's also beautiful. And then Maria comes over and she's like, hey, I lied. I can't do this. I cannot be your friend. Samantha's like, why not? Mm-hmm. Show me. Oh my God. That's what I want to do. Is that picture. Kim Kardashian? No. No. Are you sure? Before I'm, she got pretty? No, I don't think so. I don't <gasps> think it's her. So. But like the thong and the, well, they're so beautiful. Anyway. Before I came here, yeah. I was watching Movie Life, House of Wax. From MTV, early 2005. Hilarious. Um, and they're obviously Paris Hilton's in that movie. And there's a second where she's walking out of a limo and her assistant's behind her. Her assistant is Kim Kardashian. And I knew that, but I was like, oh, shit. Get out. This is the first footage of Kim Kardashian on MTV. That's beautiful. 2005. In a quick Snapchat following behind Paris Hilton when she was still ugly. I love it. Oh, my God. Um, but Maria's saying, I can't do this. I can't be your friend. And Samantha's mm-hmm. like, why not? She's like, I just saw what you did for your best friend. 
Mm-hmm. You stood up for her. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. And it touched me, and I can't just be your friend. And I can't just be your friend. I want to want more, and you won't do a relationship. Ugh. I and love Maria. And Maria is so gracious about it, too, where she was like, keep doing you. Like, you're beautiful. You know, you're gorgeous. You're fantastic. I just can't. I, I can't handle it, but you are amazing. Like, you're doing amazing, sweetie. <laughs> and she And she goes to the bathroom. Like... Maria exits to the bathroom and Samantha is so touched by everything that she follows her in there and kisses her and it's so sweet and so amazing and I love it so much. It's so great. And I can't wait to see what happens next! (laughs) It's gonna be great. I'm mad that we can't because I listen to a lot of TV show podcasts where they're just like, oh, what do we think is gonna happen next based off of what we learned? I'm like, we can't. Right, we can't speculate because we know. Because we know. But I'm just like, wouldn't it be fun? <laughs> I think it'd actually be fun to be watching this IRL in real time with your gal pals every Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, what? And you're like, Is what? What's going to be with the gal? What are they going to What's going to happen to them? We should do a, a new one next time. <laughs> a new show so that we can do that. I cannot do a TV show podcast ever again. <laughs> I hate uh, watching uh, fucking TV. Oh my God. We put this show. I'm just like, can this be over already? We have two more seasons and a half. Okay. I hate TV. I love you too. I hate TV. <laughs> was, this was your idea. I know. <laughs> but I just want to rewatch Hannibal. And then I'm like, oh, I just love Hannibal. And I'm hearing other people talk about it. I, was like, <laughs> I have to see Sex in the City. I want to watch Hannibal. I'm sorry. Well, okay. I'm learning a lot. Tune in next time where Joe will hopefully be more positive. I'm always positive. <laughs> Listen, I cannot like things to be positive about it. I'm, I'm the really one, good at complimenting things that I don't like about people. I'm the one that dislikes the show. You're stealing my thunder. <laughs> and the lighting bitch. What's up? I'm the lighting bitch. Um, so yeah, so that's it for this episode. Um, tune in next time. Until then, remember... Always wear a condom. Bye. Bye. It's not stopping. It's not stopping.